hard work. It's buggy out. There's ticks, there's mosquitoes. It's not always real pleasant. Welcome to the Million Dollar Landscaper Podcast. We're your hosts, Scott and Katie Mulchan, and we make it easy to start working on, not just in your landscaping business. We're a real couple that helped grow our family business to well over a million dollars in revenue. And now we help other landscaping business owners just like you to do the same. Are you ready to build your business? Let's get started. Before we get into today's show, a big thank you to our sponsor, Send Gym. If you want to get the lead you want and turn your current clients into raving fans, then you need to try Send Gym. They've created an exclusive offer just for our listeners. If you sign up today, you can get your first month for just $2. So if you haven't already, go to sendgym.io forward slash MDL, where you can get even more exclusive deals just for Million Dollar Landscaper podcast listeners. That's sendgym.io forward slash MDL and take advantage of these awesome deals today. Welcome back, everybody. Today, we're going to talk about good old-fashioned procrastinating. Do you know anybody does this? Yeah, I do it all the time. So what? Uh, so, um, well, because it's easy to kind of slip into the bad habit of procrastinating, especially if you're a little bit overwhelmed, if you've got a lot on your plate. It can be mm-hmm. real easy to just, you know, kick your feet up and sit and, you know, zone out on Netflix or whatever. TikTok. But, TikTok, oh, that's yours. I've gotten bad on it. Yes. And I'm not saying it's, you know, everybody needs to take, you know, some little time to decompress and all that. When I think of procrastinating, I think of it when like, I know I, there is something that I need to be doing, Mm. but I can't seem to get myself to get going on it. And usually for me, it's just because I feel overwhelmed. I get overwhelmed pretty easily. And for you, sometimes if you have a lot on your plate and you're getting a little overwhelmed, you're like more of a just like gritting and digging and do it. Um, and I am way more of a, just, I will just start procrastinating. So yeah, I like just to dig in and get it done. Cause I know I got to get it done and yeah. it's going to drive me crazy if I don't. Yeah. Well, we've got some tips today yep. on how to just kind of bust through that procrastinating and yep. with what you just said really goes with the first one. And the first tip is to really just start with one small project at a time. Mm-hmm. Cause once again, one of my biggest problems with procrastinating is because I'm overwhelmed and I get overwhelmed because I tend to think of 587 things at one time. So I, ha- I definitely have that trouble of that narrowing down and that doesn't help. So, but I think so you, if you can pick just one thing and drive it home. Yeah. And I kind of like to even go a little further in than this is to pick kind of the hardest thing, because if you pick the hardest thing, yeah. everything else is going to be easier That's, after that. Yeah. So if you pick just one task and just do it, that's how I like to work. You know this. I like to just do one thing and go through it and I'm done. Go to the next thing, do the thing. Yeah. You have like five million things going on. Yes. And that doesn't help with it because it's easy to get overwhelmed when you're trying to think about too many things. And I have taken your advice and done this even recently. I have this project I'm working on um, where we're just doing a lot of ecological restoration work. And so I had to do monitoring of a bunch of these restoration sites that we're working on. And the thought of getting these all done was really overwhelming. It's been really hot. It's hard work. It's buggy out. There's ticks. There's mosquitoes. It's not always real pleasant. But the approach I took was I did. I picked the grossest, hardest units and I did them first. Mm -hmm. And so I got them out of my mind and off my plate. Then that way I could just focus on getting the rest done. So I guess I did take a little page out of Scott's book. So if you do have things that are just like gnawing at you and you know Mm -hmm. that you need to get it done, try not to focus on doing all of it. (laughs) And I think your advice can kind of go both ways. Either do the hardest one to get it done and out of your mind and get it off your plate. Or if you're having that much trouble taking action, the flips, I think, could also be true and do the easiest part first, because if it's easy, then you'll do it. And then once you start that ball rolling, it might be easier to keep it rolling. What do you think? Yeah, 
guess it depends on yourself. You have to kind of learn yourself and see how you like to work. I personally rather just do the hard thing, get it done and over with, and then kind of go out my day just because especially having a landscape business, you got a lot of things going on. So to me, if I get the big thing done Mm -hmm. and I don't get anything else done the rest of the day, I still feel like I accomplished something. If I just kind of put it off and then I get busy, you know, get whatever customer's calling or whatever else is going on, then I kind of get distracted. And then I feel like the other day, like, crap, I didn't do anything, you know, that I wanted to. So that's my thoughts on it. But I I see your point as far as, you know, get the ball going and just keep it moving forward. Because I've done that as well. Sometimes when I have like administrative stuff to do, I don't really care for office work all that much. (laughs) And so when I find myself procrastinating on that, I'll pick something easy and just get it done. And then I'm like, oh, okay, okay, I did that. Then I'll, okay, I'll just do one more thing. So I guess either way, just pick something, big or small, just get it done. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. The second one is going to be set realistic goals. And this one I have, sometimes I have a hard time doing. If it's like a project, like a job, I got that down. But it's like setting goals is like when I'm going to get whatever video done or something else. It's just hard for me to set goals because I have a lot of things going on. And Yes. You set the overly ambitious goals. And then when you don't meet them, it's like, oh, you get hard on yourself. Yeah. Yeah. One little thing that I've kind of learned, and I think it was from the Brian Tracy book called Eat That Frog. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to setting daily goals anyway, try not to set more than three goals for a day. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Because yes, I tend to set yeah. like 57 and then yeah. I'm annoyed at myself when I don't get them done. You yeah. know how that goes. And so just be realistic with yourself. Uh, you can only push yourself so hard. The other part of it too is like, for me, setting the goals is the timeline, like when I'm going to get it done. That's sometimes I don't always that, meet that. And very what hard. do you mean sometimes? Literally never. <laughs> you, I'm just saying, let's call Scott out right here with the time management. It's wretched. So anytime that you tell me you're going to do something, I automatically tack on a few hours because you're always like, what? I'm going to get this done in like an hour or two. That is, it's a, it is a lie every single time in the 20 years we've been married. Well, almost 19, not 20, but anyway, it's always been a lie. And I know this now I don't get mad anymore, but not anymore. Yeah. But I mean, maybe one of these days that you will realize that you need to maybe work maybe. on your time I'll management. Anyway, it. this didn't, <laughs> this somehow turned into a therapy griping session. Anyway, try to make your goals realistic. And yeah. like I said, I'm pretty sure it was from Brian Tracy's Eat That Frog. I really like the, just try to set like three priorities for the day, get those done, then you'll feel good about yourself. And then anything else um, that you get done after that's just gravy. Yep. The next one is cutting out distractions. And this one is I've had to change my habits on this to cut out the distractions. Put your TikTok away. Is yeah. That one well, of them? I usually don't do that till the end of the day. That's but, yeah. But like, I have to set myself up for like, well, with just our Millionaire Academy and, and Landscaper, there's a lot of stuff we have to put on Facebook and trying to keep up with the Landscape Business Owners page. There's a lot of content we put out there. And if I get myself on there and, you know, answering people's questions and stuff, I can get hooked in there and I'll just be in there for a long time. So I have to like, set myself a time limit, like 15 minutes in the morning, that's it. And then I'll come back in the afternoon when I have done, but it can be a distraction very easily if you get hooked in there. And uh, Yes. I have to sometimes put my phone in another room mm-hmm. because yeah. I love my friends and I love my sisters, but they will text and call yeah. like all throughout the day. And if I don't monitor it, I will get down these rabbit holes of, oh, like I've been texting, I'm in a couple of group texts. And so, yeah, then I've wasted an hour just, you know, texting about random things that are not going to help my business. It's it's stuff that I could do later. It's not yeah. that I don't need to talk to my friends, but it doesn't need to be done during the middle of the day. Well, because a lot of them work different hours than I do. My one friend, she works evenings and so she's free during the day. So she's yeah. like very chatty during the day. Yet, you know, yeah, she's working at night. So yeah. it's just different. 
Well, that and turning off the sounds for when an email comes in. That's the one thing I found a long time ago was that oh, some, they used to the ding. ding. Yeah, so no, I turn that off because I don't want to see that. I don't want to see the notification on my computer that an email came in because then I'll be like, uh, I can just go check that. Or, yeah. One thing I've started doing too is I listen to like focus music. Like if I have mm-hmm. to sit and work at the computer, I just go onto YouTube and put like binaural mm-hmm. beats, it's just like background music. And I'll wear like noise canceling headphones. Sometimes yeah. I wear the headphones and don't even play the music. I've got myself trained. Like if I just put on the headphones, <laughs> then like don't talk to me. So. You do. And sometimes I don't know if I should talk to you or not when you're on that. I don't know if we'll, you're listening. We'll just go with no. But <laughs> um, but on the YouTube thing too, but I can't have other like tabs open of YouTube or I'll sit and watch like Dude Dad and Charlie Barron's like stupid videos. I will. I'll, I'll waste a lot of time doing that. So I can't have other tabs open that are nonsense. I have to keep yeah. those tabs closed. Yeah. So just find certain things, you know, that you get distracted by and just find ways to cut them out or limit yourself. And, that's well, and it, it can be hard. Like if your office is in where everybody is like walking mm-hmm. through, that yeah. can be hard. Yeah, that's true. And so well, this is one thing I did at our shop was I moved my office into a place I was away from everybody else. Yeah. Because I was getting distracted from our other estimator and designer and my dad and everybody else. So I just moved my office. Yeah. You may have to just set boundaries <laughs> with your employees and be like, oh, from three o'clock to four thirty in the afternoon, unless somebody has cut their leg off or gotten an accident, yep. don't bother me. Yep. It's like parenting back in the eighties. Is there blood? Nobody died. There's no blood that I don't need to hear about it. Yeah. Well, you might have to set yeah. these hard boundaries. It is. It's true. It's true. Because people, true. they're not interrupting you to be annoying. They're just, if you mm-hmm. haven't set that hard boundary, they just don't know better. They'll yeah. be like, oh, what? I'll just go ask them. Oh, I'll just go ask them. Yeah. So. Well, this too kind of goes along the line. I think I did a video on this not too long ago on uh, teaching people, your team members to solve their own problems because they're calling you and this broker, this happened. They need to be able to figure things out on their own. So they're not distracting you so you can keep focused. Oh, definitely empower your employees to make some amount of decisions on their Mm -hmm. own. Yeah, because what do they call it? Being a firefighter, you're running from this thing to this thing to this thing. And right. some of us take pride in doing that. Like, Well, yeah, because then you're like, oh, look how hard I've worked yeah. and I hustle all day and I'm so important and everyone needs me. But you're not doing the truly important things that you need to do because you're busy taking care of all that. Of so. Just everything else. Yep. So, yep. Another little good thing to do is just take breaks. Yep. I like to take dog walking yep. breaks if I'm working here at home. Just yep. go walk the dog for five minutes. Play with a cat. I like to go outside and I pull weeds. Nerd. Pull weeds in the grass. Pull the crabgrass up. Yeah, I may think about the project that I need to do, but it's very mind-numbing, I guess. And I just... Even doing just like mundane little tasks can be, air, an air quotes, a break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course, in the middle of the day, you're probably not going to like sit down and put your feet up. But there are sometimes even when I'm working out in the field that I, I actually don't mind doing things that would be like pulling weeds. Mm-hmm. You don't have to really think about it. Your body can, you can just kind of do it automatically. Yeah. And it gives you just like a little bit of time to just rest your brain a little bit. Yeah. You don't get any like decision fatigue because you don't have to think about it. You can just like let your brain go a little bit. When I was younger, I used to just go for a drive. I would like, I oh, remember sure. like in school and stuff, I would just get tired, burned out from writing a paper or whatever. And I would just go in my truck and drive for a while and then come back and do whatever. Um, yeah. Just got to find out what works for you. And Yeah, but no, there's got to be something. Like I remember working in the winters, sometimes just splitting firewood. Like, is that necessarily <laughs> what I need to be doing? You know, maybe not. But sometimes, hey, just spending a day, just it's like I said, it's just kind of, I hate to use mindless because you do have to pay it attention is, so you don't like hurt yourself. But it's not hard. You can just kind of like relax. Mm-hmm. It's not a hard day. Just kind of whoosh, take a little break. So. Yep. And our last one here is to find support networks outside of work, like mm-hmm. maybe talk to other people that aren't at work. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's, it's true. It's it, You have to find other companies or whatever to kind of vent to or just talk about whatever your situation is. That That's to me is pretty important to do. And it could be family or friends or whatever. It just... 
Well, and I think it's important to have outlets that aren't work related. Mm -hmm. Like I play in a little folk group with a group of friends. It's, I wouldn't say that we're good or like great or anything, (laughs) but it's something different for us all to do. It's kind of a little break. It's a chance for us to kind of get together. We can chit chat, we can play our instruments and it's just kind of like a little, little break. And yeah, yeah, I can talk about whatever is, you know, nagging at me and, you know, we're all just there to kind of vent. Like Mm -hmm. really, I mean, we play folk music, but it's mostly like moms getting together to vent. That's how my Bunko group is too. Well, it's, and I see my dad, he's just been doing this so long and all he wants to talk about is work. And like when we go to company parties and picnics, that's all he wants to talk about. Like you need to find a hobby, do something else. <laughs> yeah. Even if it's just, yeah, something little, like I said. You know, we, we would be in like different uh, building associations. So we'd go talk to them and just the mm-hmm. interaction with them and, you know, find out what's troubling them and, and find out, you know, how they dealt with it. And you can relate it to your business as well. So, yeah, I think it's good to have sounding boards of mm-hmm. other people, even if, it's like you said, it's building associations. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily directly landscaping. It's yeah. other tradespeople. That's good to, you know, bounce things off of invent. But then again, there needs to be that at least somewhat of a component of something that I think is like not work related at all. Just yeah. Go ahead and take a break. This is actually something we actually put out inside the academy. We just put out a quick one. We call them for our uh, higher level members. They're now the ultimate members, but our higher level members actually have a, a worksheet they'll be able to download this week to go through and find out, you know, what's causing the procrastinate. What, you know, yeah, so you're not making excuses. It helps you get your thoughts out all on paper. And yeah. so it helps you kind of just eliminate some of those excuses. Yeah. Just because we end up doing it quite a bit. And sometimes you just need to step back and look at, you know, what you're doing overall and say, okay, I, I can cut this out. I can stop doing this or I need to change this or whatever it is. But sure. It's a, it's a pretty nice little form you can kind of fill out and it's, it's inside of our academy for our higher up members. Yeah. So um, I think that's it. That's kind yeah. of our five best tips. We get it. Everybody's stressed out. Everybody's got mm-hmm. a lot on your plates. So oh, yeah. I wish we had perfect answers. We don't, but these are definitely some of the best things that we have done mm-hmm. to just kind of push through when you need that push. Yeah. And, and and just to play devil's advocate, there are times where I've just like stopped because I've gotten too many things on my plate and gotten too overwhelmed and I have mm-hmm. just stopped and just yeah. stopped. And sometimes you have to just, even if it's like two in the afternoon, you just, sometimes you have to know when to call it to, because yeah. I don't want people to push themselves into burnout. Yeah. Well, you know, everybody, the influencer, Gary V, Gary Vanderchuk. Yeah. He pushes the hustle, hustle, hustle. And that only gets you so far in my, my mind. So you I'm, have to have a certain amount of hustle. Yes. I'm not going to say that you don't, but it's not the only thing in life. Yeah. And once again, like back to our Million Dollar Academy, this is why we provide systems and everything for everybody, because there are things that you can do to make your life easier. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So we provide landscapers with all the systems and everything that we use to make our lives easier. So that hustle, 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 even if you're hustling, you can make your hustle easier. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Easier hustling? I don't know, because we've been doing this lately uh, with our Million Dollar Landscaper and Million Dollar Academy. I do all of our email writing. So if you've mm-hmm. gotten an email nine and a half times out of 10, I wrote it. Scott yeah, does right. write some, but I have written it and I wouldn't call myself a writer at all. Um, And so I struggle with it. But we have started using different platforms that help you with your writing, like Mm -hmm. like AI. It's called Jarvis Artificial Intelligence. So do I still get like a stomach ache sometimes when I have a ton of emails to write? Yes. But have I found a way to make writing them easier? Mm -hmm. Yes. So I guess that's a little bit of like a bonus advice there (laughs) Um, when you have procrastinating is what can you do to make it easier? This could be a whole separate podcast. Maybe we should do that, like a bunch of tips on things you can do to make your life easier. I like it. Yeah, because there's a lot of things things you can do. 
like hire it out or something. So. Yeah, that's a good idea. Write that down. We'll do okay. that another time. But anyway, <laughs> there, bonus sixth one is <laughs> find things that you can use to make your life easier yeah. when you find yourself procrastinating with things. All oh, right. Got my questions more. Yep. End of podcast questions. All right. What nickname have you been called that you hate? Um, I never really had a nickname that I yeah. hated. I don't have a ton of nicknames. No, no my sister calls me Katie Bug, but mm. I, I mean, that's in no way offensive. Yeah. Um, no, I never had like mean nicknames or anything. Your dad never called you anything? Well, or? my dad used to call me his little idiot and I didn't really care for that. That's so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there's that. We'll change the subject Yeah, now. He, called, he called me that quite a bit when I was a child, yeah. so... But other than that, no. <laughs> okay, next. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Source <Got> deep. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been bitten or attacked by an animal? If so, what and why? Um. Well, I mean, I've gotten bitten by snakes when I was picking them up, but not like anything big. Like mm -hmm. it didn't really hurt. Maybe perhaps drew a little bit of blood, mm -hmm. but maybe I shouldn't have been picking the snakes Probably up. Probably not. Um, we had a pet gerbil. My sister had a pet gerbil when we were kids and it would bite often. So I've been bit by that a, quite a few times. I mean, our cat bites, but she's yeah. just mean. So <laughs> just, I would say standard normal things. I don't okay. think I've been bit by anything like, not like a bear or no. a mountain lion no. or no. Okay. I think the snakes would probably be the most unique thing because not everybody will go around picking up snakes. Yeah, I don't think so. All right, last one. What do you value most in your friends? <laughs> I have a lot of friends that don't hold back and I love that quality in people in general, people that don't dance around anything that they have to say, like they just let it all out. The truth just comes out <laughs> because I would rather hear that than people who try to just like, oh, be nice and mm -hmm. sugarcoat. So I really have a very, very deep respect and fondness for people who just like don't hold any punches. Like, That's not what I thought you were going to say, but it's true, though. Oh, what do you think I was going to say? A little quirky, I guess. Oh, yeah. All my friends are a bit quirky, yeah, no. just in general. And yeah. I do enjoy their quirkiness. But yeah. so but I think part of it might just be that, like, don't hold anything back. My grandma was that way. Like, whew, God bless her. Rest her soul. She you're a little bit like that, too. I know. And some people like it and not everybody does. But <laughs> I don't know. I just think of Grandma Betty. She yeah. just let it out. And so I just I have I love my friends that just like let it out. Gotcha. So. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us and have a great day. Hey everyone, just want to thank you again for joining us today. If you enjoyed today's podcast, we do ask you for one quick favor. Could you please head over to iTunes and leave us a review? A five-star review is even better, but it helps us get our rankings up and help us spread our message. 